The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. From the Dave Campus Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. We are a couple minutes late. I apologize. It was my fault. Ha! Not Uh, true. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating what would have been his 264th birthday. Happy birthday to Alexander Hamilton. Okay. All right. Who was, of course, the 14th president of the United States. Oh that's, I don't know that's, if you know this. That's yeah. not right. true. That's exactly right. Not a true. And landed on the moon. Yeah. Not <laughs> my favorite founding father. A little overrated, in my opinion. But he's getting a lot of, lot of hype these days. He's, well, got, a, he's yeah. got a musical. When Lin-Manuel Miranda takes... takes uh, he's getting, you know, a lot of, getting a lot of hype these days. SoundCloud uh, is pretty popping right now. He's get, yeah, his sound, he's linking his SoundCloud a lot. He's got yeah, a couple I'm, tweets that are going viral. It's like, oh, by the way, while you're here, check out my SoundCloud. I'm okay with like some long overdue appreciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, why, what, are we, why are we talking about Alexander Hamilton more than George Washington? What founding father... Hey, do nobody like GW. What, right. what founding father do you want to see a Lin-Manuel Miranda musical about? Uh, none I of them, first of all. I but. don't know. Um. I just think, you know, he's the thing about Hamilton is like he and Jefferson are clearly like the smartest dudes in the room back yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Like unbelievably canny. Yeah. Right. But like, come on, read, read the Cherno biography on Washington. It's legit. Yeah. Like that dude was like a myth. He was a ghost. Like the when he was fighting in the uh, like the uh, the French Indian Wars. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's he, the, the tribes thought he was like a poltergeist. Because they would shoot at him and he wouldn't get hit. Hmm. So what you're saying is that... George Washington was good. Okay. <laughs> and sing to my right, the Tate to my Tathan, are West African. Oh, oh God. Ishmael Johnson. Uh, is, is your name short for Ishmaelthan? <laughs> Little... D- yeah. Did, uh, yeah. Think, thanks for finally exposing that. That's I'm sorry. Embarrassing. Oh, well, it's fine. I was not uh, <laughs> hoping to get that <laughs> didn't out. Didn't need to throw that out there. <laughs> Uh, blow you up. Today is Friday, uh-huh. January 11th, 2019. Dang. 321 days till Thanksgiving. Tathan. Episode 688. <laughs> 688, Giovanni Soto's OPS in his Lester's Texas Rangers career. Back-to-back 20 teens catchers. Giovanni okay. Soto. 2012 to 2014, 111 years. Former Cubs, great. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, rookie of the year, right? Uh, that sounds right. On today's show, guys, we are going to take this a look. like baseball? What? At yeah. our friend. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked out for like five seconds. Our friend. <laughs> Our friend Bill Connolly at SBNation.com, friend of the program, uh, put out his annual 100 Best College Football Games uh, of the Year, and there is a distinct Texas flavor to it. We'll go through that. Uh, and then back half of the show, uh, we're going to continue our Texas high school football year in review regionally and go to South Texas. Greater Laredo is how we uh, define that. So we will talk about Laredo high school football. Put a bow on that. Let's start uh, with our, um, our friend Bill Connolly. Um, of SBNation.com, uh, the resident um, dork over there, uh, has a great annual piece that he puts up, um, uh, the 100 best college football games of the year. Um, 
every year there's uh, a bunch of games involving Texas teams, and once again, uh, that is the case. In fact, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the top 25 involve Texas teams, which is not bad. Uh, we will start. Uh, number 98 was Auburn 28, Texas A&M 24. That was... Uh, that was an odd game because it looked like A&M was going to cruise, mm-hmm. and then suddenly they didn't. It was like, oh, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, what happened there? Uh, there is actually, and I appreciate his, his commitment to this, his commitment to excellence here. There's a good North Texas uh, contingency here. Yeah. Uh, 94th, uh, North Texas 27, UTEP 24. You got a UTEP I game. I don't, know if the, I don't know if I would call this a great game, right? but it was definitely like a whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. I remember being in the Slack chat with yeah. you guys. And it was like this the, gonna happen? It was like the third quarter. We were like, "Hey, North Texas! Like we're poking you with a stick. Like <laughs> do stuff, do something." <laughs> it was uh, it was bad, but uh, North Texas twenty seven, and then eighty eighth, North Texas forty one, FAU thirty eight. Um, that was fun uh, because remember when that was a game that we all had circled at the beginning of the yeah, year? We're like, like, "Oh, this is going to be a fun revenge then, potential like, game." And then and like, like the fact that it was close made it like kind of disappointing. It was right. Yeah, <laughs> FAU is not very good. Um, there's that. 83rd. How about Mary Harden Baylor yeah. getting in here? Uh, Mary Harden Baylor, 21, St. John's, 18. Uh, this is the um, this is the quarterfinals mm-hmm. uh, when St. John's really took them to the wire. I believe this was right after their quarterback got hurt. Right. Um, and so the offense was like, oh, my gosh, what are they, what are they going to do? Uh, but they found a way through and ended up winning uh, their second uh, state or national championship. Um with uh, beating Whitewater and Mount Union, but the quarterfinal makes it at 83rd on this list. Uh, 80th, Texas A&M 20, Kentucky 14. This was an an old-school football game. If you are interested in in just kind of like an old slugfest, that's exactly uh, what it was. And, and, you know, basically Kentucky's defense was as advertised, Mm but uh, A&M found a way through. I think A&M fans, like, blacked out the final five minutes. They were like, (laughs) well, God, Uh, what just happened? They uh, woke up and the final score was like, oh, we won? Okay, cool. Uh, 78th, a game that I, like, legit forgot about. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Baylor thirty-seven, Kansas State thirty-four. Um, this was remember they scored they scored uh, thirty-seven points in the final quarter. Uh, it was just wild back and forth. Uh, but in the end, uh, Charlie Brewer, uh, or rather uh, Craig Williams, uh, yeah. squirrel put him on top um, for the win. Seventy-third, Louisiana Tech twenty-nine, North Texas twenty-seven. Yeah, I saw that one. That was the one where I realized, oh, UNT can't block. No, <laughs> they cannot the pass protect. They can't pass protect. I remember they jumped out to a big lead, twenty-one-six, and then uh, missed a field goal, uh, hit the upright. Yep. Um, and they, well, hit the upright, and then they had one blocked. Yep. It was that was uh, a bad that game. Was, that, that was, was a bad good. loss. It was. Sixty-ninth. Uh, nice. Texas forty-one, <laughs> uh, Texas Tech thirty-four. Uh, this was the. Um, this was uh, the the game winning touchdown pass from Texas with mm-hmm. uh, thirty seconds left, um, basically on the anniversary of the crab crab tree, the crab catch, grab the crab grab. Yep. Uh, this is I don't appreciate him putting on this on here because oh, this why? is easily the worst game of the year. What sixty first TCU ten <laughs> the Cal Bowl seven was amazing the Cheez It Bowl <laughs> that was the that was the best oh boy like, display nine of chaos nine interceptions in that game yes um, including the Cheez I and T Bowl the Cheez I and T Bowl that's the Cheez It and you and you remember TCU almost had a game winning pick six in overtime. Uh, but a 300-pound lineman ran down. 330-pound lineman ran yeah, down Juwan Johnson, but they ended up winning on uh, on a field goal. So that TCU, was the best game of bowl season. I don't want to hear it. So we're in the I'm front, not having this disrespect. We're in the top half. 49th, Oklahoma, 40, 51, Texas Tech, 46. This was fun, yeah. just like wild back and forth. And it was it was it was so rare that we had games play out exactly like we thought it was going to. And it was mm-hmm. just like, yep, just 
throwing haymakers at one another. Uh, that was fun. Uh, 42nd, Baylor 35, Oklahoma State 31. Uh, that was a fun game, too. Uh, Baylor ends up kind of a, a little bit of a wild comeback there towards the end. Uh, but uh, but Baylor in the game that, that I would say essentially clinched bowl eligibility for them. Sure. Um, uh, and it was it was uh, a big win for them. 22nd, Baylor 45, Vanderbilt 38th. Another fun bowl game um, that, uh, you know, a Charlie Brewer kind of coming out party. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Kind of giving a lot, Baylor fans a lot of hype yeah. going next season. That was 22nd. 21st, Oklahoma State 38, uh, Texas 35. Uh, that's a game that Texas is going to want back. Oh, yeah. Uh, and But... Again, we just can't stress enough that they do not have a great history of going to Stillwater. Yep. We just yeah, like we just need to. And by the way, that was also the uh, the Tom Herman and Mike Gundy yelling at each other at midfield. Right. Um, 19th. I'm glad you put this one on here. SMU 30 Navy or 31 Navy 30. This was this that weird freaking game. That was such a weird game and oddly <sighs> compelling. And and remember, this was early in the year where we were ready to. Bury SMU yes. and say this team stinks. And and the Hicks didn't play until overtime. Yes, and then he won the game. Yes, and, and um, then they had the controversial call. Yes, on the uh, the deciding two point conversion. Everything was a mess. Everything was a mess. It turns out Navy's not very good, but yeah. like this felt like an like a win that SMU had to have. Yeah, because otherwise it was going to spiral, and we you could really be seeing like one in eleven. Yeah, uh, so that was nineteenth, and then we get into the top ten. Uh, number six, Texas forty-eight, Oklahoma forty-five. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, the fact that this was uh, this was a terrific game. Uh, Cameron Dicker kind of uh, kind of seals his uh, you know starts his legacy there with the game-winning field goal. A wild game that um, you remember. Texas was up huge. Yeah. Kyler Murray brings them back, and then they end up having to kick a field goal to mm-hmm. win it. Probably it w- the worst. First half of Kyler Murray's career. Oh, he was bad. He was bad. Uh, probably until the the Bama game. Yeah, but yeah, he was pretty bad. A couple turnovers. Texas looked like looked incredible. Texas just kept on defense, like they then, kept finding a way to to get like third and one and right. like converting and yep. then like kept the Oklahoma defense on the field. That was the game that got uh, Mike Stoops fired. Right? Yeah. Mark was Stoops, that the one? Mike Stoops. Well, Mike. Was it the next Mike. Week? Which one is it? Mark's at Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike. I can't remember if it was that one or the next one. That was that was nah, very bad. Who cares? It's Oklahoma. Number five, another Texas game. West Virginia 42, Texas 41. That was the horns down game. You want to win the game? Let's go win the game. You want to win the game? Let's go win the game. Uh, they go for the go for two in the win, and uh, and now Dana Holgerson is coaching at Houston. So mm-hmm. you want to go score some points? Let's uh, go score some points. points. Let's do it. Uh, number four, uh, Clemson 28, Texas A&M 26. I think a game that because it was so early, maybe God, that game was great. That game was awesome yeah. a game that texas that a&m like now here's the thing if you remember kelly, kelly bryant, bryant was, was still the quarterback, quarterback here uh i'm not saying that that game's different but like i, I it's probably like, different clemson with trevor lawrence is very obviously a different team than right. clemson with uh with kelly, kelly bryant. bryant that said granted that is that is still a semifinal team absolutely oh year. my god still made the semifinals you know, no, that, I mean that, that was a credible win. Exactly what, or a credible, credible game yeah, for them. Yeah, credible game that, that you know they stopped the two point conversion, right. um, and, and Clemson ends up winning, but a, a great win. And then finally, the number one game. We got the number one game, and it had to be. Oh yeah, A uh, and M seventy four, LSU seventy two. It in, just ended about twenty minutes ago in seven seven <laughs> overtimes, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, just just a, a wild game. We had chaos. We had a fight. We had Kevin Falk punching an intern or something. Yeah. <laughs> We had it everything. was a lot. It no, Falk was just staring people down. Right. It, it right. had the yeah. premature Gatorade later. bath. Yeah. 
Oh, pretty much. Oh, forgot my God. about that. Yeah. Ed Orgeron was sitting on the sidelines watching his team still wet. playing, soaking wet. 90 minutes sticky. later. <laughs> Just Ugh. sticky. Ugh. Um, yes, that was a, that was oh, a wild game. Uh, and so there's uh, there's your list. You can find yeah. it at SBNation.com. Our friend Bill Conley put together the top 100 uh, games of 2018. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a good read every year, and this one is no different. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content, 1995. That's the, the top line. Go to TexasFootball.com slash insider to read more about it. TexasFootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It helps put food in our tummy if you're into Don't that kind of thing. Don't say when you say that. Why? It's true. Don't use the word tummy, Rachel Ray. Okay, it helps put food... <laughs> I don't know on another your word. Table. I don't know. <laughs> Helps put food on your table. Way to say that. Uh, uh, you can act to. like a man. I don't have to though. Um, okay, so let's continue our series of <laughs> regional recaps. We're down to South Texas. Going to head down to South Texas, and the way that we define South Texas is not San Antonio, although that is in South Texas, and it's not the Rio Grande Valley, which is extreme South Texas. Uh, we've we just we call uh, that kind of Greater Laredo. So if you go down there, and, and by the way, if you're unfamiliar with the way that Texas geography is broken down, <laughs> do not try to lump Laredo into the Rio Grande Valley. This is, this is you. a classic DCTF PSA. They yes. will fight you. They will fight you. Both it, will fight equally. Yes. yes. RGV says don't. RGV doesn't want Laredo. Laredo says don't. Laredo doesn't want RGV. <laughs> they don't want each other. That's fine. Uh, so the uh, we'll, we'll get to uh, Lor- you know the the, uh, the greater Laredo. What we'll start. What's the big picture? I'll be honest. We're in the trust tree, right? You expect me to be candid with you about all things football? I will be honest. It was not a good year in the greater Laredo area. Uh, there were a couple teams that we'll talk about here that, that ended up being, um, you know, fun to watch. But overall, um, you know, Laredo has not had that kind of deep run team that we've uh, in the playoffs in a while. They've, they've kind of been first or second round cannon fodder for the most part. Um and this year was, I think, particularly disappointing down there in Laredo. I think that po- folks down there would, would admit as much. Um, basically, you had one team in the big school ranks, which we'll talk about in a moment, uh, and a couple of small school teams that were, were um, you know, in the mix. But besides that, it was just a bit disappointing and a bit lackluster down there in, in South Texas. I mean that with all due respect, but just, you know, the bottom line was it wasn't what we've come to expect from Laredo where it's like generally like two, maybe three big school teams and then a handful of small school teams uh, making a, you know, making a run this year. It just didn't happen for the Laredo area for, for whatever reason. So overall, uh, if you look at the, actually, if you look at the computer rankings um, at TexasFootball.com and you break it down by region, this was actually the region that was, uh, that was the, uh, would rank last as far as um, as far as where they rank it among their respective classifications. Um, so it's a disappointing year, I would say overall in in Laredo. Uh, let, let's go with the team of the year, though. Team of the year, I think, has to be Laredo United. That's the big school um, uh, that that I was talking about. Laredo United um, ends up making it to the um, winning a playoff game, which was actually relatively rare in the in in South Texas this year. Um, they make it to a playoff game. They were about what we thought they were going to be. A pretty darn good team, probably the best team in Laredo. Um, you know, bow out in the second round to a good Westlaco team. Uh, but this is a, a, a team that I think, you know, year in and year out is the bell cow there. They are the, they are the, the flag bearer 
for the for the South Texas area for the greater Laredo area, uh, and they would probably be, in my opinion, the uh, the regional team uh, of the year. And they missed the playoffs last year, didn't they? So it was kind of yes. a good bounce, bounce was, back. Yeah, it was a nice well. bounce back for them. Um, they were a team that that I think uh, met their expectation. I think mm-hmm. last year they were not up to their standard. Right. That was not up to their standard. This year uh, was up to their standard. Uh, the regional surprise of the year. Let's go to small school. Let's go to the very 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 small scoring. Let's talk about Lapriere. Um, Lapriere was a team that that I think also has a a, a, a discussion. For being the best team in uh, in this part of the state, uh, they f- actually finished the year 14th in, in our computer rankings, 2A Division Two. Um, they lose to they run into a Burton buzzsaw in the second round. Uh, but overall, you know, this was a team that that we thought had a chance to be okay. I believe they started the year 20th in our rankings in 2A Division Two. Um, they end up finishing 14th. It was a nice step forward there. Um, I think that Lapriere is building something uh, special. And the thing was that their you know their offense started to click, and, and that was that was fun to see down there. Um, a, a nice surprise there for uh, for them. They uh, they would f- be my pick for the regional surprise of the year. Coach of the year. I know the record is not. Uh, going to blow you away, right? And I'm not here to tell you that Laredo Martin was this 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 juggernaut. They finished just six and five, but for Laredo Martin, that is really really impressive, and it's a lot of credit. I think uh, has to be given to their uh, to their head coach David Charles, who put together a really impressive year. Uh, this was, I mean, when you consider the fact that Laredo Martin a year ago, let me make sure I get this right. They're four and six. They hadn't had a winning record since 2013, and before that, they hadn't had a winning record since 2006. Ooh. I mean, this is a you know, Laredo Martin is you know, fair or not, um, a bit has generally been a bit of an afterthought down there in the Laredo area. But to make the playoffs, uh, to get into the playoffs, to finish third in that district, um, you know, and and to you know, to to play uh, to play San Antonio Veterans Memorial real tough. 35-33 in the in the regional or in the by district round, I think what David Charles has built there uh, is is really impressive, and I think that he deserves conver- uh, conversation as a regional coach of the year down there in the greater South Texas area. Uh, regional player of the year, I think it has to be uh, David Gonzalez, the running or uh, Jerry Gonzalez rather, the, the running back at Laredo United. Um, this was the, he was the All City MVP according to the Laredo uh, for the Laredo Morning Times. Um, he was their district 296A MVP. He ran for. More than 1,800 yards and 19 touchdowns. He had two scores receiving. Um, let's see. He actually he had the most rushing yards per game in Laredo United uh, history, dating back to 2006. Um, he had um, and and believe it or not, uh, he had more yards. Folks down there in in the Laredo area may remember the name Isaac Velasquez, who was so good for for United um, in 2016. Um, he did. He had more yards from scrimmage than him in a f- in one fewer game. Um, David Gonzalez really was impressive. He got named to the um, he got named to the uh, to the, the showcase athletics Texas high school fo- all star football game uh, down there. So it's really exciting. Uh, I think that he was probably the the best player of the year down there in the greater Laredo area. A guy who who helped get Laredo United, I think, to. Uh, the heights that they ended up achieving. And finally, let's take an early look ahead to 2019. Uh, I expect a bounce back here. I expect, I, I think that over the course of, of history, over the long arc of history down there in in, uh, in South Texas, if you have a disappointing year, if you look across the you know the the data and you look across what they've what they've done the next year, generally speaking, it's a down year followed by an uptick, and I would expect that to be the same. Uh, and I would expect a lot of those teams to uh, you know that may be disappointed this year um, to to have a nice bounce back year. I, I think that you could see, um, geez, I don't know. Well, who, let me let me see who who was I think disappointing this year. I don't mean to call people out. Um, 
I think, for example, Laredo Alexander. Laredo Alexander had, a, I think, a disappointing year. I would expect them to have a a, 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 a bounce-back year uh, for them. I think that you could see an, a nice bounce-back year for uh, for Laredo Nixon, uh, teams like that. I think I, I think Eagle Pass could have a nice another nice year. I think both Eagle I think Eagle Pass kind of met their expectations. I think Win uh, was a little bit disappointed with their year. I think Eagle Pass could have a nice bounce-back. And from the small school ranks, uh, I think that overall you're seeing a few teams kind of rise to the top. Brackettville, I think, is, is, is having a, a nice resurgence there. Um, San Diego, I think Del Rio needs to be, uh, is, is kind of ticking upward after a couple of tough years. I expect LaPrior to stay around. Bruni, we haven't really talked a ton about Bruni, but the Badgers had a nice year. Uh, same thing, I think, um, uh, with uh, you know a team like uh, Catula. I think Catula could have a nice bounce back year. So overall, look, I'm not here to sell you on, on Laredo uh, football in 2018 being this big, this you know, fantastic season and that, you know, we were really forgetting about them and, and stuff like that. Overall, I think it was a little bit disappointing. But if you look at the history of Laredo football down there, I would expect a bounce back year, especially from those big name schools. Um, and I would love to see, you know, Laredo and United South start to, to duke it out again in, in a big time fashion. So that is our South Texas uh, recap. Again, not exactly... Um, you know, not exactly a, a memorable year down there, uh, with the exception of maybe United and probably La Prior, uh, maybe lump San Diego and Brackettville in there as well. But but overall, I would say that uh, we can expect bigger things down there in the greater Laredo area uh, in South Texas in 2019. Uh, next up, if you're interested, next week, Concho Valley. Mm-hmm. We'll do Concho Valley, Hill Country, and probably get into Wichita Falls as well. So uh, you can look forward to that next week. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Somehow I erased like the bottom half of this graph. What'd you do? Oh, oh, look at that. Well, Hold on. Let me let me type this. Yeah, let's uh Oh, that's nice. Real time production. So I tweeted so here but may I throw something out here? So I tweeted out that um and, and worth mentioning. Um, we, we've got a uh, we've got a meeting today, an editorial meeting, where we're going to kind of go through the analytics of the site. And we're going to go through what we've done well, what we need to do more of, what you guys want. What, you know, the feedback that you guys have, have yes. sent via Twitter yes. and Facebook has this been very very true. helpful. This is the this is we're going to have a meeting today where we kind of crunch it all. Um, and and one thing that I did was that the podcast numbers for Texas football today uh, have been sensational this year. Uh, we're up 176 percent on subscribers. We're up 157 percent this year over year um, on on listens. Um, so most of those episodes happened when you were gone and we had all the guest hosts. <laughs> so <laughs> my point is fantastic. Uh, we, we really appreciate you guys listening, supporting this dumb internet show. And you know who just liked that tweet? Hmm. Jordan Whittington. Hey, ah. Hey Jordan. Come if on you're listening, if you're listening to the podcast, come on the show. The man, the myth, the legend. Come on yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, yes. The owner of, I think the single, I got to think about that. I know he set the record. Maybe the single individual best state performance I mean, I've seen. I mean, like you, like the the ones I've seen in person, right? Yeah. It was always Nick Ralston. It was always Larry yeah. Rose the third. Yeah. Um, Kyler, you know, Kyler had great great games, but but not necessarily that kind of whoa, oh my gosh, he took over the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, Walker Tippy uh, would be in in that mix as well. I mean, we Zach Duncan, who was writing for us mm-hmm. state of the Wichita Falls Times record, mm-hmm. right? I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked to Craig. Right after the game, yeah, got got it, got him quoted and everything. And Craig was like, ah, "It's tough to think of one that was better." I mean, it was it yeah. was the thing was that everyone like everyone knew that he was getting the ball, yeah, and he still did that. And there was that first. I remember that first touchdown. Didn't he have like only like fourteen rushes the whole year or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like it, it was. He did not. He was not a running option. This so season. one thing that I thought was fun was like, um, so Pleasant Grove gets the ball first, yeah, and they go down and score, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, man, yeah. is like, there's, there we go. There's the punch, like." 
what is Queer to now? And it was like, first play. <laughs> it was like, zoom around the edge. You're like, okay, we got something cooking. <laughs> that was fun. I'm sorry, Max. I'm interrupting your segment. Well, you're not interrupting me. You're interrupting the uh, viewers who you love so much, apparently. Oh. Hey, hey, sass with that one. Now, first off the top, we're going back to the Alexander Hamilton talk. Uh-huh. Uh, Lehman Saunders says, James Polk love, please. I agree. James Polk, hmm. what a boss. Uh, James K. Polk, right? James K. Polk. Yeah. Got a lot done. Four years. Said, I got everything done. I wanted to get done. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. That dude was a man. Uh, Meziel says he listened to the Double Pivot. Good podcast. Nice. He doesn't know why I never talk about it. I don't know, man. There's a lot of crap. I mean, I he's not on it. Like, he just I'm not really it. on it. Yeah. I just produce it. Yeah. I mean, it is good. So it's I'm good. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, did you guys know Max is the mayor of the town he lives in? Right. Like, he doesn't talk about that either. <laughs> but, you know. I remember I was That's I saw I, I went to that I went to that wedding over the weekend and my parents were there and I realized like I had never my dad's like oh how did state go and I realized like I never sent him anything that we did <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's like That's uh, the weird thing is that like yeah. you and like all three of us yeah, yeah. produce content yeah on a regular basis mm-hmm. like maybe not every day but but on a regular basis right. but I like never send it to my parents yeah, really. like I'll, I, I barely posted. I just gave my, my mom a basketball magazine like last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, yeah, my parents only yeah. want one signed yeah. magazine by Dave. Yeah, yeah. that's what they want. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Aaron Flynn says, "Sorry, I haven't been around. Interviews in life have been crazy. Keep posting them in podcast form, and I'll keep listening." Aaron, if your interviews aren't in Dallas, I don't know what you're doing because. How are you supposed to be in here guest hosting this show? Yeah, come on now. If you're not living and working in Dallas, that's all I'm saying. So that's, that's uh, I got I got it though. He he stayed connected to Judson. Mm. He's our Judson connection. He is a Judson connection, and that's all well and good. But that doesn't make it any easier to get in the studio. That's fair. Good. That's uh, fair. Our man Ed McElroy says uh, I enjoy the show's standard ending, but what exactly happened back in 2002 to cause an 18 year old Vince Young to not receive his Player of the Year award? And have you tried to get it to him since then? That's a great point. Um, we, I don't know how, so I got hired here in 2011. Yeah. None of us were here. Yeah. That's the problem. And the trophy was here. I would yeah. have to ask, but even my boss was saying, no, yeah. nobody in this, nobody, literally no one in this office was around back nobody then. Nobody in the current yeah. regime was, yeah. was here. And Dave was tertiarily involved in the same way he's tertiarily involved yeah. now. Like Dave is a, Dave writes some things, but he wasn't in the office back then, so yeah. he wouldn't know either. No, and so I don't know how he didn't end up with the award, Yeah. Uh, but I will say that we have come close to meeting up with Vince Young on a couple of occasions, yes. and it hasn't worked out. It hasn't worked out, and we're I'm, secretly kind of okay with it. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is... It's a good bit. The bit might be better than the payoff. Yeah. 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 You know? Like, if like at some point, he will get the award, like, time is a flat circle, yeah. and he will, get, uh, he will get the award, but... At the same time, then what are we going to end the show with? Yeah. Like, we have Ryan Motes's award, but, like, that doesn't... And like, but uh, then like, Ryan Motes, I'm pretty sure, would just come get it. Right? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, that would last for a week. And right. be like, oh, I heard you guys have my award. Vince looks at his wall of, like, Rose Bowl MVPs and Rookie of the Year, NFL Rookie of the Year, and he's like, I don't... And he's looking at uh, this award, cover, which is so chipped up which has and damaged. chunks <laughs> taking out of it. Yeah. He's like, I was on the cover of Madden. What it's do I need? It's been dropped that? multiple times over the years. Yeah. And it's... It's what seventeen. He's a college football Hall of Famer now. Seventeen right. years yeah. old. Yeah. yeah, and plus uh, it's just better. So we'll just keep saying. Is, it. is, is <laughs> ours? Is the sponsor Gulf Lubricants even a company anymore? Ooh. Boy, that's a great. Yeah, look, you know what? Yes, because is it okay. because I will say I believe that is the uh, yes, sign. Is. That's the sign. Gulf Oil. 
Gulf well, Oil. I know Gulf Oil. Gulf, like, it's, like, there's, it's still a thing. They have those gas stations in New York. That's the only mm-hmm. place I've really ever seen them that much. But, you know. What we need to do is know. that we need to, like, break this up into chunks and, like, auction, auction it off. For a good cause. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Tim Sparkman says, let's talk about the two Westlake quarterbacks squaring off this week. I'm glad because no one is talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, Breeze oh. versus Foles. Who wins? I'll give him that. I think Breeze. I think Breeze. I think they're playing better. I have a bit of a soft spot for the Saints. Uh, yeah, you're a New Orleans, New Orleans guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. Nick Foles sold himself to the devil. Yeah, whatever it's whatever he really did, well. it's working. Yeah. Um, let's go. I'll say Breeze. Um, all right, so I will say I'm going to go Chiefs. Oh, we're going Super Bowl? Oh, Super no, Bowl no, 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 no. no just well, picks this, this week. week. This picks week. this weekend. This okay. week. Um, so what's what's the schedule? What's the for pull up the schedule and tell oh, me yeah. what the what the first uh, game the, the first game tomorrow? People. I know yeah. this is an NFL show now. Yes, um, NFL. Okay, so we got first game is first game tomorrow. Yes, so we got Colts at Chiefs. Probably the Chiefs, right? I got to go with Mahomes. They're minus five. I got to go with Mahomes. I'm the, 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 the defensive looks from the Colts might screw with. The I Chiefs. agree. We'll They're see. like the, the we'll Colts. See. I was impressed by the Colts last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I also think, as I as I tweeted before, I think the Texans are a pyramid scheme, uh, and I don't think they're like I. They I have not know. proved you wrong. They have not proved it's me true. wrong. They have not proved okay, yeah. so there's that, and the next up is Cowboys and Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to take the Cowboys, but but I, you know better. I know better. The, Ra- know the, better. the Cowboys have not won a road playoff game since 1993. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the uh, yeah. Rammers. Yeah. What's next? We got Chargers at the. Patriots. I think the Chargers might win this game. I was game. about to say, like, that's... Uh, Let's put it this way. Chargers are plus four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be worth an might investment. Too, I, th- I don't know. Like, I, I hate going Got against... Got some money lying around. I, yeah, I hate going against Brady, but at the same time, I don't know. The I mean, Patriots have not been that, that killing machine. Yeah. The it, Chargers are I think really it would good. be kind of perfect for the Chargers, who no longer have any fans, to be in the Super Bowl right. this year. I think that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. That'd be really good. Well, that's how it yeah. works, because they've been playing away games for this right. whole season. So right. And then finally, we have... The Westlake matchup. The Westlake matchup. Eagles and Saints. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Saints being at home. Yeah. Uh, they are the biggest favorite of the weekend, by the way. They're minus eight. Minus eight, yeah. Um, I have questions about the Eagles' defense, um, and I think that I think that, I think Breeze has a chance to really carve them up, and especially you give them two weeks. Yep. I think I, I like them, especially at home. Yeah. The Superdome. Like, I think the, I think overall home field advantage is usually pretty overrated in the NFL. Except when but, you get to New Orleans. But in New Orleans, it's a real home field advantage. There so, you go. There you go. There's our, uh, there's our betting tips. There's so your NFL yeah. free money? Free money. Yep. Free money. Uh, Miziel says that. Uh, Brent Homan says, sorry I'm late. I was having lunch with my daughter for once. He was making the correct decision with his afternoon. Yeah, really? <laughs> uh, John Purcell is also late. Hello, John. Uh, final. From Rob Hadaway out in South Lake. Thoughts on Hal Wasson? Yeah. So yeah. Hal Wasson, another friend of the program, gets a job at Corsicana. Happy for him. Um, people, Step was tweeting about this yesterday. I think people, like people, obviously know him from South from Lake. South Lake. Yeah. But like he had a great run at San Saba. Yeah. Um, he had a great run at a variety of different. He, he was a coach at Liberty Hill. Yeah. Uh, he was a coach at Pittsburgh. He was yeah. a coach at Karens. He was yeah. a coach at Mejia. He was a coach at Fossil Ridge before he was at Carroll. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's. He's a bona fide like Hall of Famer, and yeah. not j- like, and that's if you remove his outstanding run at Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say I, I think that's a great hire for Corsican. I'm happy to, to see him get back in the mix. Uh, wish him all the best. We'll probably get him on the show. 
I saw him. That's probably a thing we could we could arrange. I do think that's. No, possible. I saw him at state championship games. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so we're, we're we're happy for him. We're happy for for Hal Wilson. Yeah. There you go. That is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com for Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy or don't. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.